I've seen a lot of portable solutions coming out lately um, from everybody. And I mean, they're just Bluetooth. Some of them are Bluetooth amplifiers, powerful amplifiers, portable, some even desktop solutions that really just kind of don't require a player other than your phone. You know, particularly like, you know, some of the stuff out there will just decode any Bluetooth format. And so what I'm getting at is you think about this, it's like, well, with all the all this already out and what to, what's to come, are digital audio players, portable players that are actually dedicated to playing music going to be something we're going to need going forward? I don't know. For some people, yeah. But other people, it's like the convenience. Again, it always comes down to convenience of having one less thing to manage, you know. You don't have to, like, manage the music on your player. It's like everything's on your phone, and then it works in your car for CarPlay or your hi-fi. Yeah, the phones have come pretty, come a pretty universal personal device. Um, think, I mean, an all and talk about an all-in-one toolkit. Well, they're doing more and more than ever, and they're doing it better than ever with longer run times. So it seems pretty obvious if you're carrying it around with you anywhere anyways, why wouldn't you just use that? If you could, why wouldn't you use a product you already have with you? Uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. It's more convenient. It's easier to manage. And for most people, it's desirable because it's less weight, less size, less cost oftentimes. Yeah, it's tough to carry around. Well, that's the thing, because either way, you'd have to carry around a DAP, and you're still carrying your phone anyways. Yeah, right. Yeah, you'll always have the phone. Right, so that's always there. So the DAP's an extra piece. Right. I mean, I mean... But But to add an amp, it'd be the same thing, like just a DAC amp. Right. Um, Same thing as... I guess you still need a box. You still need another thing. You know, on the higher end of things. I mean, with with headphones that require power, you're going to need something. Um, But those somethings are getting a bit smaller and lighter as batteries get more powerful. They're improving, mm-hmm. and I think a big factor here is then you still have your phone, and you could have your wired headphones going to a little box that's in your pocket or a bag or something like that, and it's not quite as cumbersome as having a cable going to the thing that's in your hand because then when you're taking it in and out of your pocket or wherever you're storing it, uh, you don't have to deal with the cable being in the way. Yeah, that's you can kind true. of tuck it away once, and then you're good. Yeah, getting wrapped around stuff and yanking yeah, your phone out of your true. hand. Yeah. yeah, you connect it, throw it in a yeah, pocket. Yeah, it's nice. It's like magic. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know, I mean, I mean, not the not the knock daps. I mean, the digital audio players have been a staple for a lot of people for a long time, and and they still are. A lot of people use them, and they're still coming out with new models. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we're talking the better ones are multi thousand dollars, which, which I guess in part that's part of the detriment, really, when you think about it. It's you're spending fifteen hundred dollars on a phone, that pretty much. And people, I guess the other day, like people are moving to streaming services, mm. which your phone does quite well, whether it be Apple Music or Tidal or whatever. Yeah. You know, those are almost like, at what point do you need the DAP that was designed to play digital audio files when you're not using digital audio files anymore? Right. You know, it's pretty much you're going right to a wireless solution, which everybody carries, you know. And yeah. I, I mean, adapt manufacturers have evolved and have added all that on the higher end of things but um well, even on the lower end of things but but still you know i don't know i mean it the just phones, seems unnecessary yeah the right. phones are so highly evolved when it comes to wireless um connect connectivity through cellular and uh, wi-fi well it's the thing you probably have yeah like uh you know 
an internet connection on your phone, which most DAPs you wouldn't have an LTE DAP. I don't know of one that exists. Yeah, well, that's true. So streaming would be difficult. I mean, I guess technically you'd use your phone, create a hotspot. Connect spot, to that. Yeah. But that's, yeah. that's more complex. Well, your car would, would have a hot, yeah. would be a hotspot to connect to that. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. you could kind of see where it's going. It's almost like it's too bad, too, because, I mean, it's they're, they're be, tend to be better-sounding devices. Well, uh, dedicated. Be, yeah, right. But it's, I guess as soon as you add wireless to anything, all bets are off. The complexity gets – the noise levels go up. The complexity gets in there. And I don't know if you're better off or not at that point than, say, a, a well-designed iPhone or something, you know, which is extremely good say. at yeah. controlling – dealing with noise. Well, particularly with the, the Sony, that was their whole thing. They, they on purpose, didn't put Wi-Fi in it. Yeah, like, right. They wanted to make it a dedicated, as best they can make it, you know, DAP. Yeah, and if a company like Sony realizes that the noise is an issue with that, which I think any purist can attest to that, I'm, you know, I've I've played with things with turning Wi-Fi on and off, and or cellular in particular. Hmm. Cellular was used to be brutal. I I don't know if it's bad now. I, I don't know if it would really affect things because we're no longer plugging directly into our phones. We're more or less Bluetoothing from it. So I'm not really sure if that type of noise, that electrical noise, would even bother it anymore in terms of a signal. Where before, you know, it had a three and a half millimeter jack, you'd be connecting your headphones directly to the phone. So there's analog amplification going on, which was susceptible to the noise. That's all well, gone. By the you could still be doing that if you go USB out. Yeah. You know, it would still be connected to like a portable DAC amp combo. So you could, if, you, if you're not running Bluetooth, that is. Yeah. True. True. But even that, I mean. From a, if when you look at it from the general consumer standpoint, even us guys in the higher end, pretty much we're going toward the newer Bluetooth options. You could just see it going that way because it's getting better and better. Mm. The solutions to it are getting better, but we're not. You know, the the lack of the the, the the no longer using a single chip solution and building out a D to A converter in the portable units that you know aren't, aren't just a Bluetooth two dollar Bluetooth chip that. That in itself is huge, you know. Just yeah, I guess it. it yeah, Bluetooth's getting closer and closer to just a normal wired connection. So yeah, yeah. Right. Eventually, it'll be imperceptible. Yeah, and I don't know if it'll ever actually beat a full wired connection at the top end of things. Right. But most people aren't at the top end of things. So the reality of it is, you know, at what at what point does this stuff kind of go away? So I mean, I don't know. You know, you look back, you think about it, like. I mean, remember before when this all started, like the MP3 players in general? I mean, look at that. That's been gone for a while now. Yeah. You know, a while. And it started with, who the hell was that company that made the first MP3? You remember they were making those expensive? It was like uh, Creative. I, was it iRiver? Yeah, something. Yeah. It creative. Some, yeah, one of creative. those. Yeah. I think it was iRiver. Like the hard drive, was jukebox the parent thing. Company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was like it. That was like the de facto At that time, was there was nobody making that product. It, yeah. You know? And then everybody started making them. Yeah. So there's all, all kinds of brands. Right. Yeah. That was when flash media was insanely expensive. Right, yeah. 16 so meg. <laughs> even though you had 2 megabyte, 3 megabyte MP3 files, it was an issue to store any number of them because flash media was crazy expensive. So. I think most people were running MP3 real low. Well, yeah, that was MP3. actually two or three megabytes. Time, yeah. were, they, were they even that big? I'm well, thinking you could get less range. than that. Yeah. But that was somewhat common in those days I mean, a few megabytes like trash, yeah, but, oh, yeah. yeah. They, well, they weren't in, great well, yeah. yeah it was a trade-off between quality and how many songs you can fit on but if you had sure. 32 megabytes 16 megabyte of storage well <laughs> you could fit an album on your mp3 player i think i still have that old apple that one that 
MP3 player oh, or whatever yeah. they called it with yeah. a hard drive built in. iPod? It? Yeah, the classic. That was the original classic yeah. iPod? Yeah. No, no. Was it the first generation? No, I think no. you had a third no, no. or second I had generation. A third gen. Yeah. You had like fifth or sixth. Uh, it was later. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, had the color, color one. Display, or was yeah. a video? I don't remember. It was after. It was like circle, 20 gigabytes. got the circle on it where you go. Yeah, they yeah. had that for a while. Yeah. But the first one had a mechanical scroll know. wheel. Yeah. Yours yeah. is probably like fifth or sixth. Oh. Just like I remember it's got the hard drive in it. You could actually hear the thing spooling yeah. up when you turn it on. Yeah, they were so slow. <laughs> it's like crazy. I remember years yeah. later, I went back to mine. I had the 10 gig third gen, I think. Yeah. And yeah, it's just like you got so used to Flash that it's like, oh my. Like every track you had a, yeah. I should Wait. try to charge the battery and power it up and see if it still it's, powers it up. This could be very dead. Yeah, yeah. because I'm sure it's dead, dead. Yeah. But when you think about that, those things were built pretty well. I mean, considering it was a portable hard drive in a, in a portable case. And yeah, that's true. Built pretty well. It took a pretty good amount of abuse. And I'll bet you the thing, I bet you that thing would still charge up and spool up. I don't know. We'll have to I don't try. know. I don't know how batteries hold up where they're you not know, used. You know you have it for sure? Yeah. You know yeah. where it is? Yeah, it's on yeah. sitting in a freaking drawer <laughs> somewhere. Oh, It'll yeah. probably work. Yeah. I'll have to try that. the runtime would be terrible. Mm, yeah, true. Oh, yeah. But this seems to be the classic case where convenience wins out. And as Bluetooth solutions get better and better, as your phone does everything you want it to do, and you would prefer to carry less, of course, um, it makes sense that portable, dedicated media players are going to become less common. I don't think they're going to go away, but I do think there's going to be much less emphasis put in manufacturing super high-end ones because um, there's just not going to be as much money in it as there are portables and, well, Bluetooth portables because people like convenience. Yeah, I think convenience almost always wins, unfortunately, yeah. and, and all, to the detriment of a lot of industries and, yeah. and, and things that are good. Yeah. Um, convenience tends to... Tends to only win. Well, look at Keurig, right? Everybody runs Keurigs now, right? But is it better than, like, fresh grinding coffee and everything? No, but is it easy? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, all one piece, one plug, throw the beans in top, hit the button. Mm -hmm. I think there's a combination of factors here because in something like that example, a lot of people just wouldn't go to the extremes to make their own coffee. They wouldn't grind the beans. They wouldn't spend the time because it could be 10, 15 minutes Right, if you want to do a fancy pants job, it doesn't take thirty seconds. It's probably more like thirty seconds to a minute. <laughs> well, it depends what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, it depends well, on what you're true. doing. Like if well, you're going, true. you could be going pretty hardcore, and it takes a long time. Yeah, that's true. Get the scales out. Nobody's yeah. gonna do Pour that. Over, you yeah, know, right. right. <laughs> Rinsing yeah. your papers. Oh, we're talking everything. making like cappuccino yeah. and espresso. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're right. talking some fancy stuff. Yeah, but that's yeah. Obviously, yeah. that's I would hope a little bit better than your Keurig, but the Keurig, you turn it on, you put the cup in, you hit a button, you walk away, it's done. Right. That your thoughts are only required for 10 or 15 seconds on that one. Yeah, I, I can't recall seeing too many photos of people that have a gold-plated cappuccino maker oh. on their cupboards like a Starbucks version. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's exist. the thing. Even something like, even just warming them up, like real espresso machines, yeah, they they take 15, 20, 30 minutes to uh, warm up just to yeah. get to like full operating temperature. They got a tank of water. Well, yeah, and th- you got to heat up because the thing is you want to heat the whole thing up so the hot water doesn't hit a cold spot and cool uh, down of course so you want ev- all mess the with pipes the taste. yeah so it's a whole i mean just <laughs> warming it up would be too long for yeah. most people well we're kind of the same way in audio you know yeah, you warm up your thing. amps got to yeah. warm up the tech so i i get that you yeah. know i get that but yeah that Depends would be hardcore quite you want to go that's what that's what starbucks are for well yeah. go yeah. there they already have credit card yeah. yeah everything is ready all right and call it a day let's see how popular that is oh very there's lines all there's never lines at the party yeah right 24 7 if they're open they have a line. Tell me about it. It is crazy. It is crazy. But so, 
people that, are willing to pay other people to do the hard work for. Yeah, and <laughs> for convenience. Yeah, that's the way it is. Just and why much. wouldn't you expect that to be the case with audio as well? Yeah, totally. So, well, we'll see how it goes. I mean, we'll, yeah, who knows? You know, we're not trying to make any predictions or anything like that. Just seeing the way that it seems to be going that way in terms of it always tends to follow convenience. This the industry. You know, I mean, aside from. I haven't seen that much in the two-channel world so far. It's still maintaining. But then again, maybe I have. I mean, you think about how turntables went away for a period because of convenience. Mm-hmm. With the digital CDs, it was easy to throw a CD in, easy to use a remote to change tracks. But now they're back. Right. So go figure. You know, we're back to full circle with analog. Well, nobody saw that coming. No. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. In fact, most a lot of the record, uh, the, the player, the manufacturers thought they were going out of business not that long ago. I'm talking maybe a dozen years ago, so it was almost over. They were ready to close. These guys have been around for decades to close their doors. Nobody's buying turntables. Now there's new stuff coming out all the time. New cartridges, tone arms, yeah. Yeah. Now they're they're banking. Yeah, now it's trendy. (laughs) Yeah, so it's crazy when you think about it. So I guess it isn't always convenient. I mean, people... (laughs) Companies could learn from whatever the hell turned that around, you know, because it was gone. It was damn near gone. You know, record stores were all gone. Mm -hmm. It was... and. Look at that. Yeah, they're opening back up now. Yeah. Weird. Look at that. Yeah. Who started that? I don't even know what the It's probably trick. a complex chain. Yeah. yeah, quite. I mean, I okay, I gotta I'll give credit to Steve Jobs mm. with the with with bringing two channel music back to the younger generation. And I think that's where it all started. And that led on a path to the younger generation looking for things other than digital files. And they just because most parents had albums laying around, right? You had a source of media. Yeah. <laughs> you just needed to put something to play it on. And well, you know? just like you just ran into it at that estate sale where, like, the, the woman told you that, yeah, a bunch of kids came yesterday and yeah. picked through all Bought the albums. Bought all the already. albums, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God, I got kids beating yeah. my ass on the freaking albums. It's never happened before. Yeah, back in the day, everybody's like, you want these? A dollar. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. No, yeah, not anymore. Mm. Like, these were full pop. These were $20, $30 for these. They oh, were right. mint. Yeah. But they were full pop, and they were getting it. And it's like, whew. so yeah, what do you, who would have thunk? And they must have turntables to play these things. On. You would Every hope. one of them. I wonder how many people threw out their collection. Oh, Because yeah. after enough time, it's just nobody wanted it, nobody in their family wanted it, and Can they had these imagine? huge hordes. Mm. Can you imagine the number of albums that were just tossed? Right? Probably a huge pound. In, 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 you know in how dumpsters? many were made? Yeah. yeah. Where right. are they now? Yeah, right. right. True. Yeah. It wasn't well, like they were rare. Yeah. <laughs> That's like blasphemy. It'd be mm. like spilling a beer or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of that. Maybe be at a bigger level than that if you're a vinyl connoisseur, you know? Hell, I know once in a while, when we were kids, we didn't know anybody. You'd throw it like a Frisbee, you know? I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, like the AOL CDs they give out. Oh, yeah. The yeah, good old days of that. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, it's like, see how it flies. See what it takes to break it. What, what, how hard it got to hit the wall to break it. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, we were kids. We didn't know anybody. There's a lot of adults, I mean, that do that. Like, like I noticed some people take old albums, which they're probably beat up anyway. They're not going to play them. And they make album art with it where they, like, yeah, laser yeah. cut it. And I'm like, oh, man, yeah, that's well, just. They like do that. get a point where you can't really use them anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah. you would hope. Yeah. yeah. And I, okay. I guess it's recycling versus, you know. Uh, but every time I see them, I'm like, mm, I wonder how many albums they ruined where they didn't really know. Like, you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but there are, I got to admit, I mean, as a percentage, majority albums on the market used are pretty bad shape. I mean, it's well, age has definitely, you know, a bit to do with it. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's cool if they're using stuff like that. It would have been thrown out anyway. Or, you know, and I don't know. There's a lot of albums that nobody will even freaking want to listen to. 
Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I mean, who the hell, who the hell bought this to begin with? You know, there's a lot of the K Tal record with the uh, hit greatest hits. Uh, <laughs> yeah, know, on it yeah that, there was one album that you got from some estate sale, and uh, it was like literally, it was like made for a very good record record quality, a quality of recording. Yeah, and uh, they explained every the process oh, and everything yeah. inside and that, what they did, and and I'm like, okay, I'll listen to it, and I listened to it, and yeah, it sounded good, but. The music was terrible, you know. <laughs> right. So I was like, yeah. Yeah. "Good quality yeah. shit music." Yeah, right. Yeah. So well, I know, like in Sterilefile, they have the music reviews in the back. You know, they 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 rate it on two things, like zero, one to five stars, and one is uh, is quality, yeah. right? And one is sound. Uh, wait, what? Quality recording and yeah. sound. I think, I think those are the two categories, and they they're obviously. The same, but mutually exclusive. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just like yeah, right. It's not just about the the, the music; it's about yeah. the sound, how it sounds. Well, yeah, it could sound know? great, but if you don't want to listen to it, what's the point? Yeah, right. The content. Yeah, content. Content matters. On that note, we got to get back to work. Mm. So, thanks for watching our content, and <laughs> don't forget that we have Christmas is coming, and I believe that our store dot com has. The guys, the guys, the wives, if you're watching, the guys are going to want pillows like this, mm. you know, our best pillows. Yeah, who yeah. wouldn't? Yeah, you got to have a pillow. Maybe We're a mug. We're on some new sick merch. Oh, yeah, yeah. sick merch. It's going to be so exciting. Yeah, yeah. so abyssstore.com, get some, get, some, uh, get some stuff here for the guys and gals and uh, for Christmas. And uh, readily available, as far as we know. Well, it kind of makes it limited edition, though. Oh, does it? Because if we come up with new stuff, we might remove old stuff. Mm. Oh, that's true. So it's a big mystery. Yeah. Get it while you can. Get it yeah. while you can. <laughs> Thumbs us up if you like this video. Take care, everybody. 